G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Connecting faith to life. Vision. Exploring faith and the future. Neil Johnson and Bible teacher, Dr. Camille Marshdaly. He was in the Spirit on the Lord's Day. We're talking about the Apostle John in the opening verses of the book of Revelation. Camille, this book of Revelation, for some people, it's just their favourite. Others find it a little confusing. This, for you, is a really fabulous book. Well, for me, it's becoming not just a fabulous book, but a passion. Neil, I just finished my own radio series on Revelation. It was 120 programs long, 20 minutes per segment. So you can do the sums. It's about 40 hours just on the book of Revelation. And I decided to do it verse by verse for a simple reason. It tells us in chapter 1, verse 3, blessed is he who reads and hears the words of this prophecy. In other words, it's a book that will bless you. But in order to be blessed by the book, we have to know the whole book or at least hear the whole book. That's why I did it verse by verse. And I have to say it was one of the most intriguing, inspiring, awesome experiences of my life. In addition, while doing the series, I led a tour called the Book of Revelation Tour to Turkey and Israel and was able to go to the seven churches or at least, excuse me, the site of the cities of the seven churches, plus Colossae was thrown in as a bonus, plus Patmos, a day at Patmos, utterly and absolutely unforgettable. So to me, that was the cherry on the Sunday to be visiting the sites of the seven churches and Patmos while teaching the book of Revelation. What does it do for you, Camille, when you can go and stand in those sites and then you open up the Bible in the book of Revelation and you can see what those cities mean in a prophetic sense. Look, it's a it's a mixed thing. It's a blessing overall to go and visit the sites if the Lord opens the door, the sites of the seven churches, which are in western Turkey. For me, first of all, I was in for a surprise because this is the first time I saw some of those sites. Of the seven churches, only two of them had what I call humble sites. One of them was Smyrna, which is Izmir, And the other was Thyatira. Those were the humble sites, meaning there wasn't a lot to see. But in the other places, it was astounding what was available. Remember that the letters are addressed to seven churches that are found in seven cities. Revelation says virtually nothing about the cities. It says a lot about the churches. And that the churches weren't in normal basilicas or cathedrals or in nice buildings. They were probably in people's homes. So in one sense, visiting the cities might not seem to do anything in terms of understanding the book of Revelation. But there is another sense that it's incarnational. In other words, this is not just a name in a book called Revelation. This was a real living, breathing city that had very much the Greco-Roman culture that was the order of the day and which figures into some of the words Jesus said to the churches. So for me, anything that helps 
put the Bible in a historic or geographic context is incredibly helpful for understanding the Bible and, for that matter, understanding God as a whole. So, yes, let me put it this way. People were very enthusiastic and excited as they visited the sites of the seven churches. And, yes, I would also recommend it too. And in the context of these are cities that we can visit today, what does that mean for the person who's looking at the Bible and saying, this seems like a foreign book to me, but you can actually stand in those geographic locations? Well, it is an incredibly overwhelming thing because, again, we're seeing that God worked in time and space, namely in those cities where the seven churches are. If I could choose one place out of the seven to visit, if you only had time for one, I would recommend Ephesus. The archaeological remains there are very, very impressive, especially the theater. And you can think of Paul and the riot that happened in his day. But also what's impressive, which is not there, and that's the Temple of Diana. Only one pillar out of 130 left. Faith and the Future with Neil Johnson and Dr. Camille Marjdali from Teach All Nations. For more from Dr. Marjdali, including books and DVDs on prophecy, Bible commentaries, plus today's and other episodes of Faith and the Future, go to vision.org.au. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.